whether or not we all realize it, those of us who serve the Lord are participating in the most epic adventure of all time, space, and history. I think it's about time that we start celebrating the miraculous and wonderful ways that God touches our lives in everyday circumstances. I'm Karen Pennington, and this is Daily Adventures in Grace. Morning friends, Karen Pennington here, and I have a quick word for you today. It has to be quick because I'm in a hurry. <laughs> As many of you know, I've taken up not a um, forever position, but a, uh, just for a little bit position where I'm teaching middle schoolers. I often am a substitute teacher and it's like every day I'm in a different place. It's kind of exciting. I It's crazy. I, I like it. <laughs> I would actually choose to be a substitute teacher in many cases. And uh, for the time being, at least for a few weeks, maybe a little bit longer, um, I am teaching Spanish class to middle schoolers. Uh, I just, I heard the sympathy <laughs> come out from you, middle schoolers. They are wonderful, they're fun, they're crazy, they're difficult. It's a, it is an age that if you're called to it, it can be fantastic and beautiful and challenging but really rewarding if you're not it just drains everything out of you or maybe even if you are sometimes it drains everything out of you it's been a challenge and on top of that because I'm doing kind of substitute work but there's not a teacher there I'm having to come up with lessons every day and I'm you know I don't know the students very well yet I've only been there two days and so it is very very draining I come home exhausted every night um, I don't I mean I love the kids it's hard though. There's a large, you know, pretty large classes, really um, meaty course class load, and I'm constantly just, you know, just everything I can to stay on board and keep my head above water and all that. And um, all of a sudden, it's becoming even more real to me how important it is for me to spend that time with God in the morning. And I don't mean just reading the Bible. That's so important. I love the Bible. I'm a bibliophile. I love the Word of God, love seeking it out, love talking about it. I just love talking, you know. But I just need to spend that time, at least five or ten minutes, just sitting in God's presence and saying, help me. <laughs> help me, God. I cannot do this. I cannot make the children stop talking. They're not mean children. They are talkative, talkative kids. I could be talking about any middle school in any place in the U.S. So I'm not giving out any personal information, but they're talkative and some of them won't shut up and <laughs> I need to get them to stop talking so they can learn and some of them are fine and I'm just exhausted. So just today I'm reading in, um, in my scriptures about Solomon. Now I love, this is my favorite story about Solomon, right? Is he's already king and David has just passed away. So he's really king before he was like king, but David was helping him out a lot. Um, um, but David passes away and, um, he's established and they, you know, everyone's got their blessings on them and they had just had this really great celebration where they're sacrificing everything to God. Thank you for God. You know, thousand burnt offerings, a thousand bulls, then others. But, uh, so God asks Solomon, what do you want? And this, I think is the smartest Solomon's ever been. Solomon says, I want wisdom. But here's what he says. Uh, this is... Common English Bible, 
Second Chronicles 1.10. Give me wisdom and knowledge so I can lead this people because no one can govern this great people of yours without your help. And I'll tell you what, <laughs> I feel that this morning. I am not overseeing a nation of millions of people or a million people or a thousand people. I'm overseeing a group of a hundred students <laughs> split out throughout the day. But I feel the same way. God, I can't do this without you. I can't get them excited about learning. I can't get them to be quiet. <laughs> I can't get them to do what I say. Now, these kids are great, but some of them, like I said, they don't stop talking. I got to get them to stop talking. And I, I can't. And I, I enjoy them. And I'm, I mean, I have a pretty good personality for this. And I'm a pretty decent teacher. Um, I can just sort of adapt that way. But even that, I can't rely on my personality. I can't rely on my knowledge. I can't rely on my scary mama face, which is very effective with middle schoolers. None of that's going to do this. I need you, God. Now, these may be tools. You might have given me the mama face, God. You might have given me these tools. But without you like to drive the engine of this equipment, I'm not going to do anything. And I, I love that Solomon got that. I love what God said back. Since this is what you wish, this is verse 11, and because you've asked for wisdom and knowledge to govern my people over whom I've made you king, rather than asking for wealth, riches, fame, victory over those who hate you, or even long life, your request for wisdom and knowledge is granted. But I will also give you wealth, riches, and fame beyond that of any king before or after you. So the smartest thing he ever did was not ask to be rich and famous, but just ask for wisdom. I don't. I, I still say, and I've said this before, that's, that's where it's at. So I don't know why I don't just start it every day. This is my new goal to go back to that thing where every day I go, God, I just, I can't even figure out which direction to go in the morning without you. I need you. I need your wisdom. I need to know what to say. I need to know these, these decisions I have to make. I need it to be driven by your will and your knowledge. And here's the thing. When we seek out this other stuff, first, even when we're seeking out our own understanding, that's Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, we mess up. And then sometimes we miss God. It's not that necessarily even God's not with us. Maybe we're trying to work from it. We miss that intimacy and we miss that centeredness. But when we seek God, first of all, we get God. And that's the most important thing. Because we can have God but not riches and still be fulfilled and happy and joyful and know that our life means something. But often, when we seek God, all these other things are added. First of all, our needs are added. That's Matthew 6.33, seek first, or 6.25, I'm sorry. Seek first the kingdom of God. No, it is 6.33. And his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. We don't have to worry about it when we seek God first. We seek that stuff. It might not come because we may be searching in the wrong place. But then I love this. This is one more thing I just saw. Solomon, then Solomon went from the shrine in Gibeon, from the meeting tent, to Jerusalem where he ruled over Israel. So the shrine would be um, like the tabernacle, the, the place of prayer. Or I don't think it was a tabernacle, but it was the place of prayer. So he started at a place, a place of prayer, and that was his foundation. And from the place of prayer, that's where he went to roll. And the very next section talks about 
how successful he was in ruling. So that's my challenge and my word for you today. If we seek God every day, we're going to find God every day. If we genuinely say, God, I need your wisdom. I need your presence. I want to honor you. Can't do it on my own. Help me. He will genuinely, genuinely help you. So why don't we try that as a challenge? Not just today, but every day. Take a minute to just sit with God. Take 10 minutes, take an hour, whatever, but take something and let's start our day saying, God, I acknowledge I can't do this without you. I acknowledge that you are there to help me and I'm asking you to help and I'm expecting it, not an entitlement, but in gratitude because you're a God of your word. And Lord, that's our prayer today. We're seeking you. We're seeking your knowledge. I can't handle this nation of seventh graders and eighth graders without you. But with you, there will be success and there will be a flow and there will be goodness. And I believe that even though I can't proselytize in this secular school, that your name and your word can speak and flow through my very presence. Because that's what I'm asking and seeking God. May they see their value, their love. May they see your love, Lord Jesus. And I believe you'll do it. And I thank you for that. That's the same for my friends that are listening right now. In your name, amen. Be blessed, my friends.